morning inside your hymn, hymn book is an insert. And we'll stand and, as you're able, to sing here together. We are this beacon of hope, sign of our quest for truth and meaning, in celebration of the life we share together. Good morning. morning. My name is Susan Spooner, and I'm the director of children and youth programs here at Hope Church. And you might notice some different things about this service. I hope you enjoy it. The youth have worked really hard on it. The children have worked on knowing the covenant, and they are going to lead us in covenant this morning. So uh, I just want you to sit back and enjoy, and just expect something different. Thank you. We have come into the sanctuary of hope, where our hearts and minds are open to the future. We have come into this room of justice, where we sit aside all our fears and name freely every oppression. We have come into this room of love, where we know that no lives are insignificant. We have come into this room of song, where we unite our voices in the somber and the beauty melody of life. say the covenant every Sunday morning and it's very important we live it while we're here we work on it all the time so I'm going to let the children say the covenant with you and please join them
I'm going to do the story. <laughs> so we'll see how this goes. Y'all hang with me. Not yet, but I did want to introduce some folks to you before we get started anymore. Um, the youth have worked really hard, so I want to give them their due. Audrey Chisholm played the prelude for us this morning. She will also be doing a sermon. Thank you, Audrey. Medina Vandiver, you will hear her voice many times this morning. She will also be doing a sermon for us. Josh Lee is uh, being a a reader this morning for us. Thank you, Josh. Ashton Fox is here with us as well, and he will also be doing reading. Thank you, Ashton. Maya Clugston will be doing reading. She also did the sign language with Medina. Oh, yes. In the back, Shaden Prather. Thank you, Shaden. He may not be here with us, but he is important to our service. And then there are many other people who are important to the service as well. Um, We have a strong contingent of youth advisors. Carrie Vandiver. Victoria Sherrill. Alice Peralt. And um, this is kind of emotional for me. Um, Alice is going off to college after this Sunday, so she won't be with us for a while. She will be back. She will be here in spirit. Alice, thank you. And so, on with the show. And Susan, who's done an amazing job with the youth and yes. Some hands have held the world together Some hands have fought in wars forever Tell me what shall I do with these hands of mine Some hands have blessed a million people Some hands helped free the world from evil So tell me what shall I do With these hands of mine What shall I do With these hands of mine What shall I do With these hands of mine The world could use a hero Of the humankind So tell me What shall I do With these hands of mine Some hands Can stop a life From dying Some hands Comfort a baby Crying So tell me, what shall I do with these hands of mine? What shall I do with these hands of mine? What shall I do with these hands of mine? The world could use a hero 
of the humankind So tell me what shall I do With these hands of mine I want to sing it from my heart I want to hear it in the wind Till it blows around the world And comes back again And all that we can ask Is for ours to be free To use them when we want For whatever the need Some hands give voice to a nation Some hands wrote the times they are changing So tell me what shall I do With these hands of mine What shall I do With these hands of mine What shall I do With these hands of mine The world could use a hero Of the humankind So tell me what shall I do With these hands of mine What shall I do with these hands of mine? What shall I do with these hands of mine? The world could use a hero of the humankind. So tell me what shall I do with these hands of mine? So tell me what shall I do? Hello, my name is Medina, and welcome to HOPE. Um, So some of the things that are going on at HOPE are the choir rehearsals are Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Women of Thread meets at 11.30 a.m. in the log cabin this Tuesday. Back-to-school parents' party on Saturday, August 27th, beginning at 6 p.m. We will be celebrating sending the kids back to school with a potluck party (laughs) in the cabin for parents and children in Ari. Child care is free, and children will will be fed pizza. Bring your own beverage and bring an instrument if you want to jam along. There is also an extra announcement. Um, It's on the HOPE website. Um, It's tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Where's Kathy? What is it? It's tonight at 8 p.m. And it's on the HOPE website, too. What is it about again? I don't know. It's the vigil for the young man that was killed by his neighbor. Um, Interfaith at Hardesty Library. So if you can be there to support that family, and the family is in support of this, so if you can be there, that'd be lovely. And it's going to be outside, too. So I wonder who's opening the Wonder Box today. I think you've done it before. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. Let's see, Gray. You never. Iris had her hand up, which I think means she would like to do it. 
Iris, would you like to open the window box today? I think, I, I think Iris has got it covered. Come on up, Iris. Let's peek in this box and see what's in here. Top's kind of heavy. What's that? Hmm. Maybe the story's about a turtle? Our theme is helping hands this week. Do you think we help a turtle has any helping hands? Good point. Good point. All right, have a seat. And I'm going to tell you a story. So, do you all know what creation stories are? Creation stories. Almost every faith and every culture has a creation story. And it's all about how the earth started and how we got here. And this story is a creation story that you've never heard before because it's never been said in public. How's that? An original story. So, this story is not my story. This is a story that was told and written by our beloved youth. Yay! All right. So I'm going to tell you this story. So a long, long time ago, everything was normal. (laughs) Normal. Just normal. Just normal. And there was a woman sitting on a large green turtle. And then as you look around, you notice there are other people sitting on big, big turtles. I know. Kind of curious, isn't it? So, and all of these people are the universe. And what's in the universe? Does anybody know? Galaxies? Outer space? Solar systems? Anybody ever heard of a solar system? Mm-hmm. Same time, the Milky Way. Very good. That's part of our galaxy. The Big Bang. Okay. Yeah, that's a that's a creation story. The planets. The planets. The stars. All right. So each of these people sitting around has is a universe, and they all have all of these things in their hands. And the lady on the green turtle decides she wants to make a new planet. So she starts working on it. It's hard work. It's very hard work. And she got it all done. And what do you suppose she named it? Uh, Earth. Earth. Exactly. So it was a work of art. Now I know you all have... you all. We do art all the time. And we love it, don't we? (laughs) Who said that? (laughs) All right. So, but this lady had worked on her new planet so hard, she wanted to hold it up and look at it. And as she looked at it, she turned it around, and (gasps) it fell. And it hit the green turtle. I know. It's terrible. She was so upset. Have y'all ever cried when you've messed something up? Yeah, it makes us sad. And we think, oh, it's never going to be right again. It's never going to be right. So she started to try. She loved it so much. She started to try to scrape it off the turtle's shell. (laughs) Well, you can imagine how that worked. Not too well. She just got gouges in her new planet. And then she figured out that part of it broke off when she dropped it on the turtle shell. And you know what that happened to be? What do we see every night? The moon. So now she had a planet and a moon. And the planet stuck to the turtle shell. 
So when scraping it up didn't work too well, she tried to pinch it and pull it off the turtle shell. Didn't work well either, did it? All it did was make these big bumps in it, and it was kind of like mountains. And she started to cry and cry and cry. It was never going to be right. And then she noticed that her tears started making rivers and lakes and oceans. Yeah, exactly. So she thought, now what am I going to do? She's crying. And all of a sudden, the other people sitting around her on the turtle said, we can help you. We can help you. And the one lady on the, tur- on the red turtle came and said, here, I give you red. I give you red for your new planet. And the woman on the green turtle thought, that's a warm color. So maybe I'll just put it in the center of the earth and see what happens. Maybe it'll warm the earth. And then two other people came along and they said, we'll give you yellow and orange. And she said, yellow and orange, a sunset. I can make a sunset and a sunrise with yellow and orange. And then another person came and gave her blue from their turtle. And she added it to the tears that she had cried, and the water turned blue. Yeah. And then the earth began to warm. And the vapor rose, the water vapor rose, and a blue sky was created. Wow. It's just a story. It's all in your imagination. And then another person came by with purple. And the lady on the green turtle put the purple in her mountains and in the flowers. And then finally, she thought, I have green. So I'll add green to all the plants. And she looked around, and all of a sudden, her perfect planet that had been what she thought was ruined was beautiful again. And it was beautiful, she realized, because all these other people had helped her. And so in thanks to her helpers, She took the six colors of the rainbow, before it was a rainbow, and smeared it across the sky in thanks to the people who helped her. And that is the end of our story. We'll sing you out. Would you please join us in silent meditation?
Amen. Blessed be the work of your hands. Blessed be the hands that have touched life and held pain. Blessed be the hands that have nurtured creativity and brought us knowledge. Blessed be the hands that have sowed new seeds, tended gardens, and harvested ripe fields. Blessed be the hands that have closed in anger and embraced with passion. Blessed be the hands that have cleansed, washed, mopped, and scrubbed. Blessed be the hands that have become naughty with age. Blessed be the hands that are wrinkled and scarred from doing justice. Blessed be the hands that have reached out and have been received. Blessed be the work of your hands.
Hi, my name is Maya Clugston. I came to Hope when I was four. I remember the first time I came up to Hope, driving up the hill for the first time and saying to my dad, um, I think we're lost. (laughs) But we continued up the road until we found the church. My dad joined in 2005, and I've been here ever since. I didn't go downstairs for the first couple of weeks. It was a totally new environment, and I didn't want to leave my dad's side because I was scared. I didn't figure out the huge differences between hope, between hope and the Christian churches that all my friends went to until I was in 7th or 8th grade. Going into 8th grade, I started to gain my own opinions, mostly about the LGBTQ community. It was a controversial topic at my school. Most of my peers and several of my teachers believed that if you were gay, you would go to hell. Personally, I don't believe that. We had one gay guy at my school. He was out of the closet, but almost everyone bullied him about being gay. But I was one of the very few people who didn't. The teachers didn't know how to help him. They didn't agree with his sexuality. I had the opportunity to go to gay pride for the first time when I was eight. That year, I didn't really know what was going on, but I had a lot of fun being in the parade and people watching. When I went this year, I loved seeing all of the people embracing their sexualities and identities. I thought it was cool seeing all of the people at Gay Pride wearing the crazy outfits and seeing how they didn't care because they knew they were in a welcoming environment except for the protesters. I've heard a lot about politics this last semester from my parents, peers, teachers, and of course, the politicians. I agreed with most of my teachers' and friends' views on what was going on at the time, but hearing a couple of my peers' views were the things I disagreed with. As I've gotten older, I've learned more and heard other people's opinions. I've gained a new perspective and my own opinions about the topics I've learned about and heard of. I've learned and heard about, including gender identity, how technology has changed this generation for better or for worse, fracking, etc. Volunteering at Hope has given me a new vision of, of how other people live. I have made numerous trips to the homeless shelter to serve food and seen how I have made a difference in the community and in people's lives. My favorite part of volunteering is giving my time to help others and the community. Trips up here to cook food that we serve to the homeless were always my favorite thing to do. I also love helping out downstairs with the kids. I love spending time with them downstairs. I like being around kids, and I want to be a teacher when I get older. I have spent a lot of time in the past years helping out with the toddlers and babies. Being around kids has shown me that I still have my little four-year-old self inside me. How to take care of kids, and the least fun part, changing diapers. Being at Hope these past 10, almost 11 years, has made a huge impact in my life. I have made some great friends at this church, one of which I went to see in Florida in June. I've learned about other religions, such as Buddhism and Hinduism, and a lot about Christianity. I've also started to decide what I believe in for the time being, and I want to keep learning more about the other religions. Being at Hope makes me think about my thought process and how I deal with problems in my everyday life, not just in my church life. This is how being at Hope these past 10 years has changed me. Thank you. Hi. My name is Audrey, and I'm going to talk today about my experiences in Christian churches and here at Hope. In other churches, I've had good experiences and bad experiences. I've experienced good community, good teachings, and friends. I still have a friend I talk to on a regular basis. I've also had people forcing beliefs on me, hatred, and bad community. I remember one time I had gone to a week-long vacation Bible school, and they handed us a paper that had three choices. I believe, I don't believe, and I'm still deciding. In God, of course. I was caught off guard and wanted to be accepted, so I put still deciding, hoping that they wouldn't ask again. Well, the next day they did ask. I told them that I didn't because I hate lying, and they told me that I was going to hell, and I was a disappointment to my family. To say that that felt bad would be an understatement. 
I felt dejected and put down. When I first came to Hope, I was a little confused that nobody told me to believe like them, as I had been told a lot before. I soon realized that this church is about love and hope, and I felt like I belonged here. Community for me has always been an important part of church, because without the people, what's the point? At Hope, I felt welcomed and loved. I'm never asked or told what to believe, but asked to love all people and help those around me. Hope Church, to me, is a community of loving, kind, and intelligent people. They've helped me more than they know. For that, I owe my deepest gratitudes for your helping hands. Thank you. Hello. My name is Medina. Growing up in the Unitarian Church is a unique experience. It's very different from what my friends tell me of their experiences with religion. I see that their religion is different, but there are ways that they're very similar. When I tell someone I'm Unitarian, the most common response is, does that even count as a religion? (laughs) Or, what do you even believe? And for me, it's a hard question to answer. But one thing I've learned while studying religions at Hope is it's easy to explain if you use examples. Just like they have a cross, a star, or a moon as their symbol, we have a chalice as our symbol. Other religions claim a book, a list of commandments, or a creed. We have our principles. Other religions have their beliefs, and so do we. Throughout our congregation, there are many different beliefs, and those beliefs share a common principle. We also have the opportunity, or sometimes the curse, of being asked what we believe. In Children's RE, we are exposed to different information, ideas, concepts, then asked what we think. We discuss what each person got out of the topic. For a long time, it was just Maya and me, or M squared. And there weren't a lot of discussions. But now, there are more youth and more interesting comments and thoughts. Within the past year, I've been able to meet new kids my age that are extremely smart. Whether we're homeschooled, go to public school, or private school, we all have parents who encourage us to be more open-minded. In RE, we spend time learning about other religions. This is not just fun to do, but it also helps shape my belief. Learning about these stories and beliefs, I realized that they're not very different. This has helped me not just to tolerate other people's beliefs, but to accept and understand them. I think being a Unitarian is being true to yourself and others about what you believe. It means being true to what I believe. Our church may have people who think differently, but as long as you believe, as long as what you believe is true to you, no one can judge you. I think that we are all called to believe differently, and that's one of the things that makes us unique. When I hear stories from my friends about how they go to churches that don't accept them for who they are or who they love, I feel so proud to be a part of this community. Love is my core belief. My favorite thing that Kathy says is, we don't need to think alike to love alike. And I carry these words with me, not just in my church life, but everywhere I go. We give away our offertory every week. This week is not going to assistant league. Please give generously in coming weeks to make up for the difference. Thousands of families have been impacted by historic and unpredicted flooding in the Baton Rouge and Lafayette areas. 
The flooding has left at least 12 people dead and estimating 40,000 homes have been damaged. More than 30,000 people have been rescued and 75,000 or 70,000 have registered for federal disaster. Many victims will need to pay for sh- or place to stay while they rebuild. Many have no flood insurance or many flooding for the flood disasters by sending thousands of Second Harvest Food Banks in New Orleans and Lafayette is responding to the food disaster by sending thousands of pounds of food and water and cleaning supplies to the victims and is committed for the long haul to support those in need. Hope's Plate Collection this Sunday, August 20th, will send to Second Harvest Food Bank in L.A. to help in their response to the food flood victims. Thank you and for your generosity. Please join me in our offertory response. We build on foundations we did not lay. We warm ourselves at fires we did not light. We sit in the shade of trees we did not plant. We drink from wells we did not dig. We profit from persons we did not know. We are ever bound in community. Let's all rise as we're able and turn to hymn number 100, Peace Like a River. We'll only sing verses 1, 2, 3, and 6. We'll stay positive. No tears today. All right, so 1, 2, 3, and 6. I've got Peace Like a River, number 100. I've got peace like a river. I've got peace like a river. I've got peace like a river in my soul. I've got peace like a river. I've got peace like a river. I've got peace like a river in my soul. I've got joy like a fountain. I've got joy like a fountain. I've got joy like a fountain in my soul. I've 
got joy like a fountain. I've got joy like a fountain. I've got joy like a fountain in my soul. I've got love like an ocean. I've got love like an ocean. I've got love like an ocean in my soul. I've got love like an ocean. I've got love like an ocean. I've got love like an ocean in my soul. Verse six. I've got strength like a mountain. I've got strength like a mountain. I've got strength like a mountain in my soul. I've got strength like a mountain. I've got strength like a mountain. I've got strength like a mountain in my soul. We extinguish this flame, but not the light of truth, the warmth of community, or the fire of commitment. These we carry in our hearts until we are together again. Hi. So I just wanted to thank you guys so much for coming to this service and for letting us have the freedom to play around with it. Uh, and I wanted to thank all the youth. They did a wonderful, wonderful job. We are together, young and old, with seen and unseen and differing abilities. We have gifts our covenant requires that we share. But we hold back, forgetting that none of us are whole, but we are always enough, because we are made of holy stuff. May we willingly share our gifts so that each of us is a blessing to all in this sacred space. May this church be a true sanctuary where we help each other grow in love, service, and spirit. Now go in peace, be blessed, and be a blessing. Amen. We have spent time together.